Aaron's going so low. Alright, welcome back to another season of Aaron's Album Reviews. This is Aaron. So I know it's been a while since I've done album reviews, but I am back with a few album reviews on the agenda. This time around, I'm going to get into a 2020 release, and it is Blackpink's titled The Album. Uh, the genre and style is K-pop, EDM, R&B, hip-hop, and dance as well. So prior to this album, Blackpink has released four EPs since 2016 and a couple of album singles. But like I said, this is Blackpink's first studio album. Far be it for me to say it's a full-length studio album since the album itself is only eight songs. So prior to its release, there were three singles that came off the album, How You Like That, Ice Cream featuring Selena Gomez, and Love Sick Girls. As most of you guys know, we here on the Get Rick podcast have been strong advocates for Blackpink since we heard uh, in 2018. But since 2016, you know, they've put out quality songs. But the issue that I've had, and I'm sure a lot of you out there who are listening, realize that they only, they've only put out maybe 20, no more than 25 songs total in their now five-year career. And when you compare that to like groups like BTS or Taylor Swift or Drake, those guys just churn out music. Like they have albums coming out every three or four months. And it is almost years at times that we've waited for Blackpink to come out with a follow-up. The whole adage of strike while the iron's hot. I'm not sure if YG is trolling us or they don't want to overwork the girls. Maybe they think they're creating pure diamond and gold from these songs. Not to say that they aren't. As as I've mentioned before, pretty much every song released by Blackpink is a hit. Even their B-sides, you know, the ones that aren't even released are great. But... You know, as we've seen through the years, stars have come and gone, and you'd like to think that this tidal wave of K-pop coming over to the United States, to the West, you want to take this advantage, take every advantage possible, especially since I feel, like I've said before, the West has been waiting for a girl group since TLC in the late 90s, early 2000s. To me, this is it. To me, Blackpink has to fully take advantage of this if they can and if not then you know to me it's going to be a missed opportunity and somebody else will take up that mantle but that being said let's talk about some of the stuff on Blackpink's album so the question was it worth the wait and the answer is yes but was it enough that answer it's not even close it's eight songs you know you put out 25 songs in five years that's almost trolling us like I keep saying like what what it seems like now is that black blackpink is honing their sound they're getting big crossover names to do stuff with them you know they had a track with Cardi B Betchuana they did ice cream with Selena Gomez they were on Lady Gaga's album Sour Candy so people know their talent people understand that there is going to be broad mass appeal and anything blackpink is on at this point The production value on this album, very solid. You know, things that you've heard already prior to this, they just take it to another level. 
The one song that caught my attention is Pretty Savage. To me, that's the standout song of the album. It's fierce. It's powerful. The girls are just so graceful and clean and so just verbally dexterous on the on the track that it's hard to compete with. And then I totally dig the you know bass and stuff like that because it kind of reminds me of like a 90s hip-hop type song. So let's get into some of the scores that I gave the album. So for emotiveness, I gave it an 8.5. When I listen to Blackpink, they come off so hard. Real gangster almost. And well, especially Jenny and Lisa. You know, Rosé is like the R&B singer that brings the feels to it. Jenny is the one that sets the tone and the mood of the song itself. Because when she comes off hard, the, the track itself becomes aggressive and very powerful. But when Jenny pulls back and becomes, you know, delicate, that's when the song has like this real tonal shift. And to me, that's Jenny. Jenny sets the tone for the group itself. Lisa amplifies the, that more hip hop aesthetic. Rose kind of goes into, she's almost relegated to hook singer in some respects. It just is, Jisoo is. So sometimes I feel like they're underutilized, but they're still important. Musically, I gave an 8 out of 10. You hear any of the songs on the album itself, they could all be played on American Top 40 and blend right into the Ariana Grandes, Chainsmokers, Dua Lipa, that type of sound. The producers with YG, like Teddy, they've taken what works from previous sounds and just improved it about 10% each time, real incrementally. And I think that some of the songs, especially the B-side tracks on this album, the last three or four songs, the last three songs fit best probably in a larger arena venue where it's more call and response, sing song. They're kind of ballady, but they connect better with the audience. So I think that's going to work better in a in a live concert form. Lyrically, delivery-wise, I gave them an 8 out of 10. The album itself, how they perform it, it's spot on. I think with any Korean groups, they're always going to do a good job. They're not going to be sloppy. Everything is clean. They sound good. There's never complaints about that. It's very much a strong message of female empowerment. They're in their mid-20s, but they still keep it PG-13 clean. They kind of have some innuendo... I'm sure Cardi B was biting her tongue when she was doing her verses on Betuana because she could have got real dirty with those, but she didn't. So I think they're toying their line between adulthood and, you know, the teens, tweens that also follow them. They are good role models, so they're not really showing off their money. They're not showing off, like, how... They talk about how they how pretty they are, but, you know, offstage, their personas are different than their stage personas so sometimes you know there is that discrepancy between the two but i don't know i think blackpink's still a bunch of good role models and good people in general and they're not super showing off in the lyrics they're just it's more like to tell the haters that hey we've been successful despite everything you guys want us despite the fact you guys want us to fail so for timelessness i gave this an eight out of ten for me it's not necessarily the songs are bad, but there's nothing on this album to me that would crack their top five 
most iconic type songs. So there's nothing career defining from this album. What's more important is that this represents, you know, their first foray into the West. That it was it's more of a Western type sound, and people received it well here in the United States. So for me, it's like they're transitioning from merely a K-pop group to more of an international super group. Very solid album. It's a very good album. Don't get me wrong, but I think nothing on the album itself would lend itself to making this album timeless. We'll say. So overall, I gave it eight point one out of ten. Part of it is I feel like Blackpink as the group cannot show each of their characteristics like them doing solo albums have done. So, for example, Rose just released her mini album R with two songs gone and on the ground. They were both integrated with a little bit of rock. I think that's Rose's pocket that she likes the acoustic, she likes that rock. You know, Jenny's more hip hop R and B where she can switch her flows, she can sing very well, of course, and then she can rap. I think Lisa's gonna be in her pocket when she does rap, and then. I think Jisoo is gonna do ballads. She can do like that mid-tempo type ballad that's R&B, you know, pop R&B tinged. So hearing hearing that for me, I'm thinking down the road they might go on a hiatus and do their do their thing solo because I think they're really talented. Each of each of them are talented, and I'm not saying that Blackpink holds them back from doing that, but you only see a little bit of it. When when they go solo, you can actually see all facets of their game, and they all get their shine that they need. So could this be their first and maybe their last studio album? Quite possibly. Overall, very solid album. Pretty savage. You guys got to check out everything else. Kind of decent. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, hit me up. Ten, so- yeah, hit me up. Ten songs iron at gmail dot com, and like and subscribe to the Get Rick podcast. And with that, I will talk to you guys later.